Hey, podcast listeners. Welcome to Reviving Her with Jackie Crawley. Here at Reviving Her, we pride ourselves on coming together as the body of Christ to receive encouragement from our Heavenly Father, to reignite the holy fire within us, and to advance His kingdom on earth. listeners, welcome to Reviving Her. On this episode, we have a special guest. Her name is Ronita Reed, and she is going to explain her encounter and her experience with surrendering our worry. Last weekend, you got to hear me and Alyssa dig into that, that content a little more. So today, we are just so honored and privileged that Ronita is here with us, and I'm going to let her introduce herself because Man, guys, everyone needs a Ronita in their life. So, hi, Ronita. Welcome. Hi, Jackie. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Um, thank you for those kind words. I hear that a lot. Like, everybody needs a Ronita, and it's <laughs> funny because I'm just like, I'm just me, though. Um, and that's basically my introduction. Like, I'm just me. Like, I'm who I am, who God created me to be. I'm an encourager. I really like to be able to get in the thralls of people to help them to know that the same God that did it for me is the same God that can do it for them. Amen. And sometimes my prayer was, I'm here. And so I'm here. Yes. Yes. And so you're, um, just tell us just a little bit. So you're, um, where are you from? I am originally from Smithville, Virginia, but now I live in Williamsburg. Yay! I am married. I am currently raising three very energetic toddler girls, age five and six, babies. Um, my husband and I, um, we've been married for 11 years. Wow. This year will be year 12. Yes. This year will be year 12. Yes. Year 12. Wow. So, yeah, we're busy. Um... Yeah. I have my own tutoring company, which is what I do full-time. Tell um, us about your company. The pandemic kind of. Um, it is called Because I Care Tutoring. Because I Care Educational Services. Tutoring isn't all we offer. It's just the majority of what we do. We do offer mentoring. Um, I've talked to parents about their kids who may have special ed and may need special ed and they've had questions. It's just an educational services company. All things education. That is so awesome. What it is. So that is so awesome. And this is something that you walked in with the Lord during the pandemic, correct? Yes, ma'am. Um, about 2017, um, I walked into my then principal's office and said, I don't want to teach anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) I don't, I don't have a drive to do it anymore. And she looked at me and she was very honest and she said, I understand how you feel because I walked away too. Mm. She was very encouraging yeah. um, for me to decide what was best for me. She said, I would hate to lose you as a teacher, but I get it. I understand. And so I didn't leave. And then in 2018, I got really, really, really sick. Um, mm. I suffer from asthma and it just came like, whew, um, yeah. to the point that I taught most of the year with the nurse sitting beside me, who was actually there for one of my students, but ended up being there for me. 
Wow. Um, but God. Yeah, literally, her desk was right beside mine with the pulse socks, literally at the ready. Anytime she here, that's how bad it was. Um, and so 18, 18 school year, I did not leave. I had the calling of the pool again. And then 1920, um, some things happened and I felt God saying, you're either going to do what I say or you're either going to walk out on your own or I'm going to walk you out. Mm. Basically saying, you're either going to do what I say voluntarily or involuntarily. So <laughs> involuntarily. So um, some things happened and I said, you know what, God, you don't have to tell me anything more. I'm going to walk out on faith. And so I resigned with wow. no job. Just knew that this is what I want to do. And so um, I resigned in February of 2020 and they closed schools for the rest of the year in March of 2020. Wow. Um, so I resigned before we got in the midst of a pandemic. And so here I am a year later. We we're, you know, we're always looking for clients, but I can say that I've not had a need. There's not a lack. There's not a, um, you know, I don't have a desire to go back in the classroom because this just isn't working. It is truly God ordained. This is truly a faith walk. Teaching has always been a faith walk for me. I never, you know, sometimes people may ask you, why are you a nurse? Yeah. And you have a reason. So when people ask me why I'm a teacher, I say, because God won't let me do anything else. Mm. It was never I wanted to do this. This is my teaching and my walking in the education field has always been an obedience walk to God. Um, and so when you do it in that manner, you always do everything to him. So yeah. when they can consistently give you classes that are other people would be like, I'm resigning tomorrow for you just buckle down. And you, you know, those are the classes that people end up saying, how does she do it? And I tell them all the time, it's not me. It's God. Wow. It's not me that you see teaching this class. It's not me that you see taking these kids that. I call it difficult to love and loving on them. It's not me. It's God. It's God working through me. Um, so that's, that's, that's what it is. And so my answer to that question is always, God won't let me do anything else. And so teaching and this business is all a faith walk. It's not a, it's an obedience walk. It's not a, Oh, I want to work with other folks, children. It's okay. God, this is what you actually saved me and allowed me to stay here for. So I'm going to do it. Yeah. Wow, sister, that was totally powerful and anointed and a great introduction of to why you are here and why God has aligned our walks so that you can teach us. Because I don't think that that's a coincidence for you to say that your um, response to being a teacher is, it's the only way, um, God won't let me do anything different. And so with that, because you are highly gifted as a teacher, and we know that, we know this, we can hear it in your voice when you talk about being a teacher. So we want you to teach us how we can say that about surrendering our worry when we, when we really realize um, that God is truly in control of everything. So please, anointed sister of us, teach us. Um. Surrendering worry isn't the absence of you never doubting or you never saying, oh, everything's peachy king. That's not what surrendering worry means. Surrender worry means that when those human moments come, when those human moments, God, the, I see a whole flood coming towards me and it's the unknown. Surrendering worry means 
I may see it coming, but God, I'm going to hold on to your hand because I know when the wave passes over, I'm still going to be standing because you're standing beside me. That's what surrendering worry means. Amen. It means that even in the midst of, I call them our doubting Thomas moments, even in the midst of our doubting Thomas moments, we still can say, even though I asked to see the nail prints in your hand, I don't necessarily need to see the nail prints in your hand because I know that they're there. Because it's, it's not practical to think that you're never going to have a moment of doubt. Yeah. I stepped out from a job where I got paid every two weeks. I had health insurance. I had a 401k. I have all of that stuff. And I said, okay, God, I got it. You're not going to have to walk me out. I'm going to walk out. Um, and I left. I walked. You know, there is no 401k when you're an entrepreneur. There is no you know, paycheck every two weeks. If I don't work, I don't get paid. I don't have yeah. sick days. But I know even when the flood comes, I know that as oh, long as I oh. hold to his hand. Now, it wasn't always this way. It wasn't always. There were days when I looked at God and said, look at him. <laughs> you know who I am. And if you don't up in this room now, um, I'm going to open my mouth and say something and mess this all up for everybody. <laughs> if you don't shut my mouth, if you don't cause me to do something else right now or fix my mind on something else right now, the human Ranita is going to come. Mm. It's not going to be the Jesus is God and all of this and, you know, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. It's not going to be one of those days. It's going to be one of them. You're going to have to fix it on the back end. Mm. He done got on my last nerve. Or she done got on my last nerve. And I can't handle it. Mm. So that that's what surrendering worry means. It means literally giving up the appearance that nothing is ever wrong. Knowing that nothing is ever wrong if God is in it. And I don't know if that makes sense to anybody, but it's Taking the facade of not worrying off, knowing that when my human self wants to come up and it wants to say, well, we don't know how we're going to pay these bills. I can look at my human self and say, if he did it before, he'll do it again. Yeah. That's what surrendering worry. Yeah. No, I love your perspective on it. And I really want to, I really want us to lean in your perspective because what you're saying is surrendering worry isn't going to may not change the circumstance. We live in this fallen world. There is going to be hard trials. And so with your encounters of the moments where you said you're um, doubting moments or that tension between leaving a security job to going to stepping out in faith, how was that tension and how did you press in and and move with God, even though the things that He was calling you away from, like not having health insurance, that's real. Um, and and so I really want to kind of lean into that process. How did you? How were you able to just look at your your worries and put them in God and still walk out in faith? Um, I was pushed. Um, like I said, we get 
And so my other principal was so supportive. And so part of me not leaving was I didn't want to leave her. I didn't want to leave the comfort yeah. of knowing that I could go to her and say, you know what, my kids gonna stand on their head and learn for the next two days. And this is the research to, to um, back it up. And she'll say, you know what, I'm gonna come take some pictures because we gonna see how this works. Yeah. Because she was that supportive. Wow. Um, to, we got a new principal who, <sighs> let's just say him and I did not ever see eye to eye. Um, he was one of those, I know it all, I'm the principal, nobody can tell me what to do. And that's not me at all, that's a total clash to my personality. And so he called me in his office one day and said some very nasty things to me and some very hurtful things to me. And I, of course, the human side of me, my feelings were hurt because they weren't true. But at that moment, because I wasn't expecting it, mm. it hurt. And mm. so because, like I said, this is a faith walk and obedience walk to me, I give 135% to my kids. And so for you to come at me, you question my integrity to teaching, which was questioning my integrity to my faith walk to God. And mm. so when that started happening, I had to go. There was no way I could stay there because it's one thing to question Ronita. I'm okay with that. But don't you yeah. ever dare question my integrity and my obedience to God. Because remember, my answer to why I teach is always been God is never, God won't let me do anything else. Yeah. So if you're telling me that I'm lying to God by not doing my job, I got a whole issue with that. And so he was very ugly and very nasty to me. And so I went home and I talked to my husband and he was like, do it. Mm. And so that weekend, I I I, I, I kind of just was punning in my head like health insurance, like those things, those cool things that we give in the world. No, my health and my medication is very expensive without insurance. Um, and so I, I got all that together. I talked to the lady that's the insurance agent. She told me how to do it. And so that Monday, I walked in and handed my resignation. And I was like, okay, God, I get it. I get it because sometimes we get so comfortable that we won't take the little signs that God is trying to give us that it's time to get out of that comfort zone. Sometimes he got to put the bear in the room to chase you out. Yeah. It's all when people say you need to rest your body. You need to sit down before your body sits you down. That's what it was like. Um, and so that's how I ended up being like, okay, God, you don't have to walk me out. I'm walking out. Um, and so that that's how I ended up walking out. Wow. Um, I don't like orange. Yeah. And he hasn't failed you yet. No. Wow. So. That is amazing. That is so amazing. And I just thank you for just sharing your experience and how your definition and how you lived out that definition of surrendering your worry. And so I thank you so much. I thank you. Do you have any other things that you would like to say? Um, just, just if you're at the beginning of this whole process of surrendering, allow yourself some grace, allow you to have your doubting Thomas days. But yeah. just remember that that day is a vacation. It's not a permanent residence. In other mm. words, just remember we're human. Yeah. We're going to doubt. I don't want to 
much as I used to, but there are still days when a client says, well, due to financial reasons, I can't continue your service. And I'm like, all right, God. And then my mind shifts like, he's brought you this far. He's not going to leave you. So you're going to have those days, but try to get the days to be moments. Yeah. You know, you go from days to hours to moments. Yeah. And so just allow yourself the process because we see people like you may hear this and be like, oh, well, she got it all together and she, but I had to go through the process too. You know, I had to, you know, I had to walk the Luke 12, 22, where it says, um, don't worry about what you're going to eat and drink. Like I had to get there. It wasn't, oh, automatic. I'm going to walk through this and God automatically don't, I had to walk that. And so walk your journey and don't worry about focusing on anybody else's journey. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That is good. Like we, we have to have grace for ourselves. And I love how you're reminding us it is a journey. It's a spiritual journey. Um, transformation. We don't, you know, just like with caterpillars, they don't turn into a butterfly overnight. It's a process. Um, and so I definitely thank you for that. I thank you for encouraging us and, Awesome. Thank you so much. And so would you mind praying for over the women who are going to be listening to this podcast? Absolutely. Um, Father God, we just come before you right now, Father. We just thank you, Father, because many don't know the journey to get to this podcast. Many don't know the obstacles and the hurdles that we had to face to record this podcast just to talk to one another. And Lord, we just thank you for this opportunity. Father, I know that the journey to be free of worry or to surrender your worry is not an easy one. And so Father, I ask your grace, your strength and your mercy over everyone that is gonna hear this podcast that is going to be encouraged by this process that they know that you have them and that they can do it. They can surrender their worry. They can surrender to you knowing that you will be able to see them through. Father, we thank you for our sister Jackie and just her trust and obedience to you in this podcast. We we pray that you continue to grow it and so that she herself, Father God, can continue to learn and be blessed and be a blessing. Father, we just thank you for all that you have. and We give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. And we had an awesome time together and I can't wait for the next episode in the future. And so, all right, guys, thank you so much for listening and stay tuned because we will begin to um, dig even further into surrendering our idols will be the next episode. So thank you guys so much. Bye.